Welcome to Thriller Premium. Welcome to Thriller Premium. gentlemen boys and girls from around the world gather around it's time for another exciting episode of thriller coin talk that's right today is march 31st 2020 and we are talking bitcoin in april yeah you know how we do it <laughs> we uh we like to cover bitcoin uh and kind of give you the the map of what it looks like for this month and what to keep an eye out for and kind of what to anticipate uh i hate to say it but we've been pretty good at uh predicting month-by-month -month analysis on, on Bitcoin and the crypto space here the past um, few months that we've been doing this series. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy it. It's a free episode today, so everybody's getting this who's subscribed. Um, we are going to dive into Bitcoin in April, and there's a lot of stuff to talk about. First off, I want to say that I hope everybody's doing okay out there. Seriously. You guys should be uh, taking care of yourselves, taking care of your family, and most importantly, taking care of what you need to, to get through all this. Uh, and and that's including your health as well, too. It's very easy, uh, especially somebody like me who, who gets bogged into the crypto space and the Bitcoin space and totally just sees that and just entirely focused on that. And, you know, take somebody like my wife to pull me away and say, hey, <laughs> spend some time with us here. Uh, so uh, just want you guys to know that I have trouble focusing as well, too, on the priorities sometimes. But thank God I was able to spend an entire day focusing on this because I feel like April is going to be probably the trickiest month to navigate. And um, when you hear Bitcoin in April, uh, everybody just kind of puts their puts their hands to their teeth they're like biting their fingernails because they're unsure. There's so much uncertainty around it. But if you've been listening the past couple of weeks that we've been covering uh, everything from the crash and then on through it, we kind of have gotten to this kind of easy momentum up. And if you look at Bitcoin currently, it's on its third straight bullish one week candle. Yeah, that's right. We are rising for three weeks in a row, ladies and gentlemen. And that's a surprise to a lot of us, including myself. Right. Um, now, this move is happening straight after the crash that we had, the $3,900 flash crash. And it's taken a lot of traders by surprise. Right. A lot of people are getting chopped up right now because they're unsure of where this price is going and what kind of what's out there. But if you if you listen to us the past couple of weeks here on the subscription channel, you know that uh when it comes to the majority of the space, a lot of people aren't focused where they should be, and that's the miners, right? And when you look at the miners in this space right now, you can kind of tell exactly where everything's going. And we covered that in previous episodes, but today we're going to focus on fractals, 
That's right. And this will kind of give us uh, Bitcoin fractals will will kind of give us or actually shed some light. Right. If I like to say I like to say uh, Bitcoin mining and watching miners and looking at the hash rate and all that kind of stuff is very much like fog lights in an uncertain market right now. Right. I would say Bitcoin fractals are like these little LEDs <laughs> that you just kind of see everywhere, just kind of light up and they only light up a little small little space. Right. So these are just as important. But um and especially now in an uncertain market, right? So I'm going to go through a little quick kind of primer of fractals. So fractals are not only an abundant in nature, they are also building blocks of trends. They are a simple yet important repetitive formation, self-similar across different time frames, and used by traders to identify or conform a trend. So if we look at a particular trade and we can see its profitability, but broken apart, they exhibit the same characteristics as greater patterns or price movements. Now, fractals lag the market because it takes time for them to form. They can include any number of bars through the minimum, though the minimum is five. Now, fractals in Bitcoin form the swing points of the market, creating fractal levels and bearish fractals and bullish fractals are distinct. There are several trading strategies based on them, each with their own set of rules for entry and exit. And I'll put a chart. I actually have two charts inside of this newsletter that you can see where we're what we're looking at here uh, here in the short term. So let's look at two different charts right now. And the very first chart I'm going to look at is this kind of bull market bear market chart, right? And for the vast majority of us uh, in this space, we were kind of like, what are we doing here, right? We, we don't know what to make of this whole bull market right now. A lot of us are uncertain of this. I can tell you right now, there's really one trader out there that's making a lot of these calls and he's just getting them right. Um, and his his analysis on a lot of this stuff has been, I mean, it's it's amazing to think how this guy has been, or, or per, I don't know if it's, actually, it might be a guy, actually. I don't know how Trading Shot has been able to hit these on the mark every month to month. Um, and so... If you look at this chart provided by him, you can see that we are in this bottoming process. And what that basically means is exactly that, right? We are looking at two different time periods. And based on these Bitcoin fractals, we can see a potential bottoming process to start. Now, especially if we are repeating the main fractal of the 2018 bear market. Now, this suggests highly that Bitcoin is entering this bottoming process of its newer higher high and a new uptrend should follow in the next few weeks. Now, we are only looking at the fractals and comparing them under largely different parameters. So the first was the whole bear market span up until 2018. The second is currently the new start of this new bull market. But if we if we look at this, we can kind of understand where we're headed, especially into the future. I mean, this and this is something that Trading Shot created uh, a year ago, and he literally has this uh, fractal from years past, and he's looking at it, and he's putting it in present tense a year ago, and he's right on there, and it's just. It's amazing, man. Hats off to that guy. Um, he has his own course. You guys should totally look into it. Um, it's really expensive. But it, I mean, to me, uh, I mean, maybe one day we'll need him on the show because at a certain point, I'm just like, dude, how are you getting this right every 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 week, every month? And it's just amazing. Anyway, that's enough about that. I will say, I will say, though, 
that if you look at this, this falls right in line. It's even with the recession that's going on, even with Corona that's going on, this falls right in line with the post happening fall that we usually have. And it happens to go back up right into um, uh, right into 2021. Right. And just like a lot of people have said, we're going to be in this 22, 20 K range by the end of the year. I don't think so. I think now I think now it's probably safer to say we'll probably be in the 13, 14 K range by the end of the year. Anything more than that is is just gravy train. But okay, let's get back to this month. So for the most part, if you look at this, we can see that we're going to be somewhere in the $3,800 to $7,400 range in April. And it's very tricky to predict that because all we're looking at are channels being formed and we're looking at this bottoming process happen. And not only is it telling us, hey, this is the range we're going to be at, but it also says, hey, there's intense selling pressure once we are above $6,400. And that's because of miners, right? I mean, there's a minor led selling pressure right now for Bitcoin, and it's likely to continue and to increase because of both Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin SV. They'll be doing their halving here in April. That's right, April 8th and April 9th. So we got to keep in mind that all three assets share the same SHA-256 mining algorithm. So miners can seamlessly redirect their hash power to the asset that provides the highest return on the investment. So when Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin SV have their block rewards, this should force miners to direct even more hash power towards Bitcoin because it will still have its 12.5 native unit block reward for about another month. And remember, you have to keep this in mind that we are roughly around 42 days outside of the halving. So this will reduce the block reward from 12.5 BTC per block mine to just under 6.25 BTC. So each miner will see the revenue cut in half. So this is a reason why you'll see that uh, more hash power gets directed to Bitcoin after the 8th and, and 9th of April this month. Therefore, we should see or actually we should expect <laughs> because Satoshi made it that way, the difficulty adjustment to increase for Bitcoin. And that should further squeeze profit margins for all miners. This is why we're seeing a lot of people out there saying it's taking 13 minutes to send a transaction or something on the Bitcoin network. Well, it's because the hash power has dropped. Right. So miners are, are noticing now that if, if this if the way it's happening right now is miners are selling these bitcoins as fast as they can mine them right and this is happening for for many reasons but the main reason is because they're only going to be able to mine 12.5 here for the next 42 days so they're selling at these prices at this at this uh, we saw 6800 last week right and we're we're, we're kind of coming down from it and then over the weekend we saw it go down to 5800 and what's happening is as soon as we get to that 6400 range we're noticing that the miners are just selling outright Bitcoins. And this is all in an effort to, for, for them to maintain stability. And you also need to realize this as well, too. As fast as these miners are selling them, there's actual retail traders that are buying these up. And this is probably the most outstanding news that's come out here this past week. Many top Bitcoin exchanges have seen an influx of new users since the coronavirus lockdown started. That's right. These exchanges saw a notable increase in both signups and trading volume, with some citing a doubling or in some cases a tripling of their usual rate of new signups. These exchanges are Kraken, OKX, Bitfinex, Paxful, and Luna. And it was also reported in a separate news item from Coinbase that they also saw an increase as well. So not only are you seeing all this happen at the same time where miners are selling on the open market, you're also having these retail traders come in because they're realizing that this entire this entire uh, stock 
stock market is a rigged game. And not only is it rigged, it's being propped up by the Fed, right? And they're getting bailed out. So people want to play in a fair system. They don't want to play in a system that they know they're going to lose. And right now, the disparity between the people that have the most and the people that have the least is ever increasing right now because of everybody who stopped, who's had to stop work, right? We're, a lot of people right now would love to buy in the market, would love to buy uh, stocks or would love to buy any of that stuff right now, but they can't because for the most part, most people are either unemployed or they're unsure of where everything's going to head here in the next month or so. They're, so they're hanging on to their cash. They're waiting to see how this is going to play out. And then once everything goes back to normal, then they'll buy in the market. But what's happening now, and you're already kind of seeing it, is you're seeing most of these big conglomerates already buy most of the stock at these bottom barrel prices. So even by the time the retail, average retail investor gets back into these markets, the price has already gone up 20, 20%, right? So there's really a lot of people understanding that, hey, Bitcoin is the future, right? I mean, you always hear that meme that's coming out these past few weeks about the, the printing burr, right? And it's just, it's just, it's almost a joke at this point that people are realizing that, hey, why am I throwing my money in cash? Why am I saving it there? It's going to deteriorate in price over the years. The inflation rate of, of, of cash is just going to go catastrophic here in the short term. I know for a fact Bitcoin has a happening. And I know for a fact Bitcoin is math and it's actually uh, cryptographically verified on the blockchain. So not only do I know I can trust it, I also know that it's decentralized and it's going to hold its value and retain its value and possibly you know, 10x over the next five to 10 years. So these are this is why you're seeing a lot of people uh, move over to Bitcoin. And we must realize this, and this is another thing that's going to happen here in April that a lot of people aren't noticing yet, but these stimulus che checks are going to be happening here in the United States and around the world. There's more money printing that's happening, and these are going to be handed out via the Treasury. But there's talks right now that Square Cash, that's right, Square Cash and Venmo are in talks with the Treasury right now, and, and the government here in the United States, at least, are intending to hand this out by April 6th. So one thing that Square Cash has <laughs> that Venmo doesn't is Bitcoin. I'm not saying people are going to throw their stimulus payments in Bitcoin, but it's going to make it a lot easier for, <laughs> for those individuals <laughs> to invest in Bitcoin because it's literally like one swipe to the right. <laughs> so I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I'm saying that's a good thing to keep an eye on, right? Especially a Square gets this uh, gets this kind of proposal passed with the Treasury where they're able to hand out these stimulus payments through their app, they'll be able to give money directly to the people that are unbanked, right? And that makes everything easier for everybody. So good on Jack Dorsey for trying to get that happen. And also a good way for people to get started into Bitcoin is directly through the Square Cash app. So we'll see if that happens. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. That's something to keep an eye on, though, for sure this month. And the last thing I want to say is we absolutely must hold $4,800 levels this month. We have to. We have to hold $4,800 level. It's such a key, key level. And any lower than that, and we increase our chances of a further drop to 3,100, possibly touching 2,800. And that's the truth. Like, that's the cold hard truth, right? <laughs> Most people don't realize that uh, Bitcoin can sustain these levels right now at 6,000, 5,800, back and forth we go, right? Just back and forth. This is fine. This is a nice little place to, to, uh, to, to see this little, uh, you know, volatility, right? And as we further go down, as we further go down in this bottoming process that's starting right now, and you'll see it in the charts, we can't go any lower. This is why I put this in the show notes. We can't go any lower than 3,800, right? 
we can't go any lower than 3,800. But if we fall <laughs> past 4,800, that level increases, right? So that's what I'm trying to say. If we stay above 4,800, then we're in a good range. We'll, we'll probably be in the 70, we'll probably won't even go past 7,400 before the halving, right? Because everything will be selling as soon as it gets above $6,400. It's just the way it's going to play out. Now, if it gets really bad out there where, you know, more of this pandemic, uh, more more people are are hurt by it, either uh, financially or, or, or with their health, or more people are, are dying because of it, and it just keeps going berserk, well, then it's possibility that we might see that further deteriorate the price of Bitcoin. Because at the end of the day, I mean, Bitcoin can't save everything. It can't save the health of the world, unfortunately. Um, so... That's something to keep an eye on. But we're still in this recession, possibly turning into a depression. But people are waking up and they're realizing that, hey, Bitcoin is the only sound investment right now for the vast majority of retail investors out there. To me, I don't see any other reason to be buying stocks right now, especially <laughs> if you can't afford it. The only thing I see right now buying is Bitcoin because I know here in the short term, in the next six to 12 months. I know we're going to be right back at, at 14K, possibly 22K. A lot of people are calling for 22K by the end of the year. I mean, I don't know. But I will say, though, if we just look at the charts and we look at these Bitcoin fractals and we look at what's happened in, in past happenings and then past post happenings, we can see that 14K is inevitable by the end of the year, possibly higher. But I will say for this month, for April, we are definitely going to be in the range of $3,800 and $7,400 range. You'll see intense selling pressure once once we get above 6,400, just like today, we got above 6,400, completely went back down. You'll see that continuously happen and then watch for the 8th and 9th of this month. That's when a Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin SV will have their happenings and then watch that difficulty adjustment happen for Bitcoin. And then that'll further squeeze profit margins for all miners. So what I'm saying is we must hold 4,800. That's all you need to know. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that's that's all I got for Bitcoin in April. I know it sounds really straightforward. It sounds really straightforward. In reality, it is, but there's just so much to to keep an eye out for right now. Just so much to keep an eye out for. And it's all in the notes right now. I put it all in the newsletter. So if you read through it, you'll totally understand exactly what I'm talking about. Because every once in a while, I can ramble and it won't make any sense. But if you go back and read the actual long form <laughs> write up, you'll be like, oh, okay, I see what he's talking about here. Okay, I see these charts. Okay, cool. This makes sense. Yeah. And that's all we're trying to do here. We're all, all we're trying to do is to give you kind of a guiding map of what to look out for. And, you know, I spend I spend most most of the day doing this. Like most of the day was done this, and yesterday I did a little started doing a little research on on all this other stuff as far as Square and as far as the Treasury Department and as far as Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin SV. Uh, even though I hate Bitcoin SV, uh, yeah, just doing a little research on that, and then all this other stuff as far as trading and as far as uh, the fractals and stuff like that. That stuff comes easy because it's something that, you know, I've been studying here for the past, what, you know, five years and then really full time for the past uh, three and a half years. So it's uh, something that I just know like the back of my hand at this point. Okay, with that, let's get into, that's right, coin talk. Let's do it. It's time.
ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Coin Talk. But before we get into that, we got a couple announcements. Um, first up, I want to thank everybody who subscribed here recently. Uh, we've been seeing an influx of new subscribers, which is really cool. Um, so thank you for coming on board. And, and actually, that's that's good because I feel like uh, this year, especially, I would probably say as soon as January, I feel like we finally got into our groove as far as Thriller Crypto and the subscription uh, process that we have here. I felt like uh, all of last year when we started in April up until December, I would say November-ish, probably around there, uh, we were still kind of in our, where the car was moving, everything was going forward. We were still kind of checking everything, making sure all the gauges were working. We're just like kind of working with what we have. And I feel like now at this point, I would say since January, I feel like we have everything locked down as far as like episodes and what those are going to contain and how the formatting works for them. And, and I'm even trying to improve even more so when it comes to how the newsletter is presented, because I've been, you know, I, I'm subscribed to a lot of, of, of Bitcoin and crypto newsletters myself. And a lot of the information that I see in them is just very convoluted. I, I, there's just a lot of formatting that I just don't find uh, attractive to my eyes to read. And I feel like we're really trying to, I'm really trying to focus lately on making sure all of this is just a clean reading experience as well. So, um, Thank you, everybody who's provided tips on that and told me, hey, you should do this or check this out. I appreciate it. And uh, a lot of people really like our cover art that we do for our shows. Yeah, I make those cover arts exclusively for each and every show. Um, Yeah, I I just feel like it's necessary to put as much work into the cover art uh, as well as what it looks like for the content as well, too. Uh, Okay, Uh, with that, I also want to announce as well, too, so I feel like I feel like we're at a certain time right now in history where um, most people are hurting, right? I mean, I think 2008, um, a lot of people were hurting, but I think now, especially, I can just feel it out there. It's just, it's just a lot of people are hurting right now, and um, and I and I hate I hate giving out content that I know only some people are going to see, especially those that can afford it. And, um, you know, it's one thing where I really love to give free stuff away. And we did it for a really long time. Uh, for, I would say, three years, we, we gave out free content and through, our, through our regular crypto, through our crypto um, uh, uh, you know, podcast. And, and we'll get back to doing that here pretty soon. It's just uh, I feel like this is an important time to really focus on subscription here lately. But I will say, though, that... Um, you know, it, it really pains me because some of this information is really valuable and I really feel like if more people knew about it, it could it could help them. Right. So if you're subscribed to the, to the show, feel free to share it to your friends. Like, I, I don't mind that because I feel like it's necessary, especially right now. If you know, if you presented this Bitcoin in April to somebody that was going to about to get into the crypto space, there's a lot of stuff that would flow over their head. Right. Like. You have to remember when you got started in crypto or Bitcoin, like there's a lot of stuff that just went over your head. You couldn't understand it, but you knew when you're listening to the right people because they were always they were always inevitably right. And they were always very conservative (laughs) with their with their uh, with their uh, with their trades or with how they looked at the market. Uh, As I've gotten, uh, you know, older in this space, I realized that. You know, when I first started, there's a lot of bad information that I gave out. <laughs> but now I feel like I'm giving out like really primo stuff that I could have never have learned unless going through that entire process of learning and and really researching and, and really, you know, kind of strengthening 
that side of my brain to understand better. And so what I'm trying to get at is right now we're going to do something here in April for everybody. So if you're subscribed and you're listening to this for free, um, we're going to do 50% off all new subscriptions. So what I'm saying is if you haven't, uh, if you haven't subscribed because you were worried that it was too expensive, right? And, and that's something I've heard in the past. People think that it's too expensive, but I, I like to think, hey, I think it's priced, you know, probably relatively <laughs> lesser expensive than some of these other crypto uh, or, or Bitcoin um, uh, uh, newsletters that I see out there. And a lot of them don't even have podcasts to them or a lot of them are just podcasts, but they're just interviews. And, you know, there's not actually, you know, well-researched or well-analyzed information in there. And it's not and they're not they're not living and dying by their, by their words that they put on paper and, and on voice. And, you know, there's a lot of production value that goes into the show. So I feel like our price that it is 100 percent of the time is really a really good bargain. I just feel that way. I feel strongly about that about our content that we produce here. But I do know right now is a really hard time for everybody. And I feel like, you know, if we could uh, help people, you know, get into this space, get into the Bitcoin space and crypto space and start investing and, you know, lead them on here this next five to 10 years, I feel like, you know, dropping the price by 50% this month will help them do that. So right now, all our subscription packages are 50% off and there's really only one or two. You can either do it monthly or you can do it yearly. And right now it's 50% for the lifetime of that subscription. So as long as you hold the subscription, you'll always pay 50% off. So um, yeah, and this is just my kind of like gift to everybody out there. Cause I know a lot of people, you know, couldn't afford, you know, a subscription in the past or didn't feel like it was worth the price. But I think now that you're kind of seeing, you know, uh, us release these Bitcoin in, 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 in months, like January, February, March, you're starting to realize, oh, hey, this guy's actually <laughs> calling everything pretty darn close to being right most of the time. Um, so yeah, if you guys are interested, feel free to click that button. It's going to be in the show notes or go straight to thrillercrypto.substack.com. And this will only be going for, for April. And I just want to do it because I feel like, you know, this is a really good time to help people out. And not only that, like this is a really good deal in my opinion, um, you know, and I don't mind losing money on the short term if it's going to, you know, gain us, you know, um, you know, I would say like um, value as far as listenership in the long run. So I feel like that's a fair trade, especially if we can get um, more people, you know, sharing this because I feel like I feel like we do really good work here, in my opinion, but I'm biased. Okay, with that, let's get into our disclaimer. That's right. We have to play our disclaimer because you never know. You never know who's listening. That's right. So let's roll the disclaimer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Coin Talk, and uh, <laughs> as some really bad news at the, at the top of Coin Talk, uh, Coin Market Cap was bought today by CZ from Binance. I know, I, I know, I know, I know. It's it's terrible. It's really sad news. Um, you know, go ahead and play the horns, uh, Javier. Yeah, it's just sad because you know. I love using coin market cap. 
Uh, we actually even did an episode on them in 2018 where we talked about their shadiness. <laughs> and uh, most people didn't even know who owns CoinMarketCap, but we, we did the research here on Thriller Crypto. Uh, so definitely go check out that episode. But I will say, though, CZ will definitely ruin uh, CoinMarketCap. And um, it was nice knowing you. We might have to move on to uh, Coin Paprika or something. Rest in peace, CoinMarketCap. You were the dog we wanted. Or, well, you were the... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Javier is like, move on, move on, move on, car. Uh, yeah. Oh, so <laughs> I got an interesting email <laughs> the other day. Uh, somebody was asking me, they're like, hey, car, why are you completely different 90% of the time? <laughs> You're serious 90% of the time. But then as soon as you get into coin talk, in, into the, the coin market cap part, you're completely a fool. Uh, you know, I like to have fun. Why do you want to listen to the TV with the stereo on? Because I like to party. Yeah, I think it's just because I like to, you know, have fun. Right. And this is really the only place I can do that. And it's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I mean. And investing it in Bitcoin. Calm down, Dave Ramsey. You're the one that was telling everybody to buy stocks a week before it crashed. Okay, so here we go, guys. Let's uh, dive into Bitcoin. Uh, let's do it in the coin market cap. Oh, what's that? Oh. Oh, Javier, what is this? Oh, this must be our bottoming process that's happening in Bitcoin right now. This is the music for it. Oh, I like the tone. This is nice. Okay. Yeah, this is like perfect music for what Bitcoin's doing right now. It's just kind of seesawing back and forth. Yeah, so I think for the most part, we're just gonna stay in these ranges, right? I think for right now, let's hope for 5,800 and above. And if we can hit 7,200 and swing back lower, that's, that's great too. But right now really is, and trust me when I say this, this is the accumulation stage for Bitcoin. Yes, it's probably has the potential to fall even further, but any Bitcoin that you buy within these ranges is just like buying Bitcoin in December of 2018 when I was telling everybody I buy at 2,800, 3,200, 3,100, and I was buying all the way up. So when Litecoin was at $24, $23, and I was buying it up, and I was able to flip it for 120 or what I think it was like 90 bucks or something like that when it shot up to 140, like this is the time for Bitcoin. So. If you're somebody like me who has, uh, you know, available cash to buy Bitcoin right now, then, yeah, I mean, just dollar cost averaging, dollar cost averaging, making sure that you can just buy some Bitcoin on a monthly or, or weekly or, or bi-weekly basis is always a good thing, uh, especially to hold for the long term, right? And then if you have your little trading stack too, you could be trading some of this stuff that's going on right here. We know it'll hit 7,200, it'll drop back down, right? Because that's what we're seeing in the charts. So this, there's there's this whole RSI that's happening right now that's very similar to what happened in past, in Bitcoin's past. Is that frogs? Is that frogs over here? Oh, that is frogs. <laughs> it freaked me out for a second. I was like, wait, is that, is that still the music? Okay. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm headed with Bitcoin. Like I really am um, kind of eating my own dog food when I say this is that, you know, let's say I take my trading stack and I'm going to set it for 6,800 and sell at that price. 
if it shoots above 7K, I know it's going to fall back down, right? As soon as uh, miners switch over from uh, Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin SV here on the 8th and 9th, I know even if it were to score up to 8K, let's say hypothetically, if it scored up to 8K, it would immediately fall back down after those dates because the uh, the hash rate and the algorithm would increase. So that's what, I, what I'm trying to say is that ultimately we could see a short-term spike here in Bitcoin. And that just solidifies everything that I just said earlier in the show. So right now, personally, what I'm doing is still just dollar cost averaging. I'm still buying on a weekly basis. And then I'm also going to be looking here to make a trade here, you know, in the 68, $7,200 level and sell, you know, some of that and then try to buy back in when I know it's going to get back down to 4,800 at some point later in the month. Right. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be really interesting. I know for the I know for the most part, a lot of people are, are, are keep asking me about should I buy altcoins? Should I buy coins? The only thing I would say about that is I really don't think it's smart to be buying alt, alts right now. I know a lot of people will disagree with that. And there's a lot of people that are like, well, you should buy alts right now because the price might not stay this low. I think if I think if you're if you're concerned about that, where you're like, oh, I want to buy alts right now because a lot of other crypto YouTubers or, or crypto, um, you know, who, whoever you're listening to, right? They'll tell you, oh, now's the time to buy alt season. Alt season is going to happen right after the happening. Um, you know, I, I don't see, I don't foresee that. I, 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 I'm strong belief that once we get to the happening, we're going to see everything go back lower, including Bitcoin. Um, we'll have to take a look at it at that time, right? Which will be next month. But I will say here, you know, in the short term, buying Bitcoin in this accumulation phase right now, you know, for the next two or three months, it's a smart thing to do, especially if you know that we're going to be above, you know, this 10K range. Hopefully, if everything goes right with, you know, what's going on in the world, um, we get back to some kind of normality. We could see Bitcoin double here by the end of the year, you know, hopefully. Right. I mean, there's always a scenario where none of that happens where who knows where we're headed. Right. But I would say, though, somebody like me who's was pretty confident that we're going to get back to some normality here later in the year. I'm confident buying Bitcoin at these prices for me personally. Um, alts, on the other hand, I'm not buying any alts right now. I think the only the only alts that I'm looking at, and just because I'm fans of the projects, to be honest with you, is just uh, Grin. <laughs> I saw Grin uh, at 42 cents, 41 cents this past weekend, and I bought me some more Grin just because I know. You know, it's going to get above a dollar at some point and it's going to be a dollar twenty five at some point. So I bought me some grin, but I don't recommend that for anybody. <laughs> Honestly, the only reason I did is because I was uh, trying to create a grin node and wallet on a, on an Azure instance. Um, so I actually I actually wrote I actually create a whole blog post on that. So check it out at thrillerx.com. I kind of walk you through how to create your own grin node and wallet. And I even have pictures too. some pretty good documentation. Anyway, um, was gonna say yeah so that's the only thing I, I i was i was buying another thing i will say though like if i was potentially looking at purchasing something the only other one i would purchase right now just because i know it's at a price that is lower than it's going to be at any other point in the year is tezos um and i'll say it's because it's a dollar 59 right now and uh, if you remember one of the biggest mistakes i made in 2018 was uh, or actually in early 2019 was not buying Tezos at 40 cents or in late 2018 was not buying Tezos at 48 cents and then seeing it go up to two dollars you know in a matter of a month was just like insane for a lot of people may bank on that and that was just something I wasn't even focused on so I will say seeing Tezos right now at $1.59 it makes me wish I could allocate some money to buy Tezos 
but nor would I say anybody out there to buy it. I will just say, though, if I was, if I had enough money <laughs> where I was buying a Bitcoin, I was satisfied with my Bitcoin stack, then I would look at alts. And the first alt that I would look at at this price in this market and where we're at is Tezos because it's $1.59. It's the only reason because I know it should be above $1.81. And I know here in the next, you know, once we get out of this recession, uh, get back to some normality, I think we should see Tezos back up above $2 and possibly even reaching $4 like it was before all this this crash happened. So that's one I'm looking at if I was going to be buying anything. The other one would probably be Chainlink. I know a lot of people hate on this cryptocurrency. I understand. I get it. But the fact remains, there's a lot of enterprise products out there that are going to be utilizing Chainlink uh, for its Oracle process. And no matter what you say, um, when it comes to cryptocurrency, the projects that make the most money in the shortest amount of time, especially in a bull market, are the are the projects that have the most viable, um, I guess, pro product ready to be released in the short term. And Chainlink is right above you know, it was right there above everything else. So in my opinion, Chainlink is one that I would look at if I was looking to buy notes. <laughs> and I'm putting a lot of ifs in there because I'm not saying to go out and buy Chainlink right now. But if I was looking to buy alts, I would look at Tezos first. Second would be Chainlink just because of the prices where they're at. Do I think they'll go lower after the happening? I think so. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they will. But I mean, those two are priced pretty low right now, uh, considering where they should be. Um, another one is here. Let me see. Um, actually, that's it. I think that's that's all I'm seeing right now where I see like, oh, that's a, actually a really good deal. The only other one, and this is biased, so don't even listen to this part. It's, it's just zero X. But don't listen to that. The reason I say don't listen to that is because I'm entirely biased against that. I'm a fan of the project, just like I'm a fan of Grin. So those are more like, man, it would be great if the currency goes up on those, right? Like that'd be awesome. But I'm also a fan of, of seeing how their project functions and seeing all the cool stuff that they're going to be building and, and watching where that project's going to grow. Because ultimately, guys, like I'm a fan of technology. Like that's my background. You know, it's just technology, right? So I'm a fan of all this stuff. Like I can see why the, a Bitcoiner could listen to me and be like, oh, this guy gets on my nerves, you know. But if you, if you understand where, where my background is, is in technology, you'd be like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. That's why he's interested in Zero X because it's a really interesting project. That's why he's interested in Grin because it's actually doing something completely different and it's decentralized just as much as Bitcoin. And uh, it has potential to be who knows what in the future. But anyways, fan of both those projects, Zero X and Grin. So, but I'm not saying to go out and buy those. Absolutely not. But I would say if I, if I was looking into alts, which I'm not, but if I was, I would be looking at Zero X and Grin, but don't take that as a buy, even though they're priced really low right now. Because uh, like zero X should be at 24, 32 cents and it's at 15 cents. Uh, Grin is at uh, 43 cents and it should be at $1.15, $1.07, somewhere around there. So yeah, 50%, it should be 50% above where it's priced at. So it's really low. And um, there's no telling where it could be after the happening. I'm not saying it could be back above where it should be, but it could be lower too as well. But 
I know at that price is a really good price for those two projects. Another one here is Sia Coin. That's just one that I'm a fan of. It's probably never going to amount to anything, but the technology is there, in my opinion. It's going to take a really, 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 really long time for Sia Coin to actually um, do some real, you know, real utility in the world. I'm not saying that it'll never get there, but I'm saying like um, <laughs> Azure and uh, AWS and Google Cloud, they own the market right now. And these meetings that I'm having during the day, <laughs> we're not moving somebody's on-prem servers <laughs> to Sia, to Sia coin. Like that's not happening, right? We're not moving them to uh, to to their IPFS, right? We're not. We're, it's not going to happen. Like it's just not going to happen anytime soon. What I'm trying to say is, it's going to take a long time for that to see some kind of value. But I will say, the technology is there. It's definitely there. And hats off to that whole crew at Saya for creating everything they've done with Skynet and stuff. It's really fucking cool, in my opinion. Uh, I showed us a couple of my coworkers at work, and they're like, "What? For real? This is decentralized storage?" I was like, "Yeah, dude, check it out." They're looking at, it, they're like, "Whoa, that's interesting as hell." I'm like, "Yeah, dude, it's pretty crazy." I was like, "This is the future." I mean, it probably won't be utilized another five or seven years from now, but still, it's it's we're 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 right there as far as where we should be headed. But yeah, Saya is definitely one where I'm a fan of the project. Definitely would. I already have some, but you know. If I was buying some, I'd buy that one. Um, any other thing out there? No, other than that, that's pretty much it. I mean, I don't really like talking about alts right now because it's really not a good time to be buying alts. I feel like just Bitcoin right now. Um, but uh, as far as these other alts, not so much. But if I was, if I was, I'd be looking at Tezos and Chainlink right now. <laughs> and I also also would be looking at Zero uh, 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 X and Grin and uh, Saya, but those are biased opinions for the last three. Um, and I think that's it. Uh, Ethereum, yeah, I'm bullish on Ethereum, but I, I'm at a point now where Ethereum needs to needs to show up. <laughs> like, like they need to show up. Like, it, it just it needs to happen. And yes, we're going to do a digital dollar Thriller Insider this week, and we'll talk all about how Ethereum's private blockchain is going to be utilized for that. It's really interesting stuff. I've been doing a little bit of deep dives into the project that people are looking at potentially being the the the, the blockchain of this digital currency. It's pretty cool. It's still early days though. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I got for CoinMarketCap. I think that's it. Um, Cardano. So people will ask me about Cardano uh, just because we've had Charles on in the past. Um, you know... It's kind of one of those where, you know, yes, we're friends with Charles. The show is friends with Charles. I mean, we, we love the guy. He's great. Um, but as far as a project that um, can do anything, it's to me, it's a wait and see. Um, and I, I've talked about this in the past. There's certain projects um, that I'm just like, wait and see until after the happening. Like, I'm not even looking at these projects like the Cardano, Stellar, um, Ethereum. I would even throw in that category. Litecoin. Um, who else I throw in there? Uh, Ethereum Classic I would throw in there. Um, what else? Zcash I would throw in there. Um, Decred I would throw in there. Augur. Um, like s most of these projects, I I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna pay attention to them till after the happening. 
Like they're just not going to get my attention. And the reason for that is because it's, 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 we're not even close to the next bull run until after the, I mean, we're in the bull run, but we're just not even close to the next actual big rally. Right. So until we get after the happening, that's, that'll be the first time I look at Cardano and really deep dive into how, how much actual work has been. And I, I see a lot of what they post. And yes, I see a lot of the drama that gets posted as well too. But to me, it, to me, it doesn't sound like it to me, at least from without me any doing any research on it lately, I would say it doesn't look like it's quite baked yet. So, um, it's definitely something we'll probably have Charles on at some point later this year to, to, to ask him these hard questions. Cause he's one of those guys that will, will take a hard question. That's why I like him. He's a, straight up guy like that he doesn't mind he doesn't mind asking and being asked the hard questions i will give him that um and i'll definitely ask him be like hey dude (laughs) you guys had a really long time and yes you can use the excuse that takes a really long time i get it i get it i I know how hard it is to route shit it's tough right (laughs) you have to map that out uh, it doesn't just happen overnight. You know, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Even in my day job, it takes a couple months to roll out Office 365 and Azure Exchange and all that stuff, right? But what I will say, though, that for something like this, this high end, yes, it could take a really long time, I'm sure. But you still have, uh, you know, um, you still have your, your, your timeline. And at a certain point, and this is just from my own background, you have to look at every possible angle when it comes to rolling anything out. And if you're not dotting your I's and crossing your T's, then you're going to stumble. And that usually happens because you were one or two things. You didn't sign off from, with somebody else or you didn't have a second set of eyes looking at it. And, and I think that's what's happening there. I think there's just not enough second set of eyes that are looking at how the project's being built. Maybe it's being ran through multiple times as far as uh, their documentation. It's just being re- revised, but there's no one there at the very top, like, you know, looking at what's being released or maybe that's what happened. I don't know. We'll have to ask him at some point when we get him on. Now, at this point, I'm just rambling. So, yeah. Okay. With that, let's get on to the end of the show.
Thriller Coin Talk is Dunsey. You just listened to Spoon. That's a local band in here, Austin, before they blew up and became a gigantic rock band. Uh, if you guys want to sign up for a Thriller Crypto subscription, make sure to head over to our show notes. Take a look. It's 50% off for the entire month of April. So take advantage of that uh, for sure. I mean, even if it's just for a couple months, still half off than what you would pay. Um, also, by Bitcoin, save the entire world, especially right now. See you next time. This is the end of the show. You have been listening to Thriller Podcast with R. Gonzalez. Remember, Thriller Podcast is not financial advice. Everything Carr said likely won't come true. It is up to you. 
Now go, do your own research. Listen to other dudes that start their name with crypto, and not car. And remember, buy Bitcoin and save the world. One Satoshi at a time.